Welcome to the podcast for moms, where we believe not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Have a seat at the table with your hosts, Britt Fortunato, Tina Smith, and Betsy Pendergrass. We are moms of all ages talking about all the stages. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious chats, and occasional tears as we share with you all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so glad you're here. I am Tina. I am here with Betsy. Hey, Betsy, how are you today? I'm so good. I'm so glad. And Brett's here with us. Hey, Brett, how are you today? Hi. Good. Good. That's good. We're so glad to be together. Welcome to the table with us. Go grab yourself a cup of tea. Like Rodfather brought me a cup of tea just before we started podcasting and have a seat with us. We're just, uh, we're going to sit and talk about the teachable heart today. But before we do that, I want to shout out to actually Britt's best friend, Claudia, because she sent me a note and said that last Thursday's podcast. So that would have been episode 108. Was that the simple truth? Is that what I said? That one was identity identity. That's right. Thank you, Britt. Mm -hmm. Um, the podcast on identity. She said it was so, so good. She listened twice and Britt is pure fire on them. So (laughs) yes, she is. is. And we're so happy to have Britt on the podcast with us. So I'm going to pray for Claudia before we get started. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for Claudia. Thank you for Britt's um, influence in her life. Thank you, Lord, that she loves Jesus and that she loves listening to the podcast. I want to give you praise and thanks for that, Lord, and pray that you would bless her socks off in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're talking about a teachable heart versus a strong-willed, stubborn heart. I used to have one of them. Like I still do sometimes. <laughs> that is not true. I do not believe that about you. I think you are very teachable. There's just sometimes, you know, where I'm like, really, Lord, you want me to do that? And he's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, okay, I won't fight it as hard as long, you know, as I used to, but the teachable heart. And this is, we've been talking about this in the zoom room, um, in the mornings. And I, and I've been telling the girls the teachable heart is really a surrendered heart towards the will of God for the will of God. But it's so critical to have, for me to have a teachable heart, but then to model that before my children and talk to them about having a teachable heart. I remember talking to Britt about that when she was little, like (laughs) your heart needs to be teachable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm strong-willed man like I I am a strong-willed woman so I I, I think all three of us are I think (laughs) we're all pretty spicy right (laughs) (laughs) oh it's not easy to remain teachable I mean the truth is like sometimes it stinks and you have to swallow your pride Mm. I mean pride gets in the way of this so much and you know the Lord I know I've mentioned this at some point on the podcast before, but I'm going to mention it again, but there was an older minister one time that was talking about that the Lord used this person in his life, somebody that he did not, uh, you know, like vow, like somebody (laughs) that was like a pain, a thorn in his side. And the Lord sent a message to him through this woman 
And he was like, oh, I knew it was the Lord and I had to listen, but it was so hard. <laughs> and so I remember that and go, okay, Lord, however, like I do want to learn, just help me keep learning and be willing wherever you send it to me. Yeah, I know. It, I think I, like, it, I was just going to say, you, you mentioned pride, but like, we don't even realize like how much pride gets it's in the way in our lives. And we just, I mean, there's so many times where I have to constantly like talk to God and just tell him, keep me humble, whatever you need to do, just please keep me humble because your pride will stomp in the way, like when you don't even realize it. And it is, it is poisonous. It's hard example. I have a very practical example of my own life. (laughs) So I was preparing for that last retreat that I did and they asked me to teach on fear and I was like oh yeah I got this (laughs) fear (laughs) like I have come so far in the area of fear only to get about two weeks from the retreat and be hit full on Mm. with fear about something and go okay Mm -hmm. I do not I could not write the book on fear and just (laughs) wreck it I mean y'all it's a journey and if we just keep our hearts and minds open to the Lord at all times there's always stuff to learn that's what one of our pastors used to say to us is like, there's always something you can learn, no matter how long you've been doing what you're doing, there's always more to learn and to have that posture of being willing to learn thinking like, okay, I haven't arrived at this, you know, like with fear, you're talking about fear. I'm speaking on identity in a week and, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Like, okay. I talk about <laughs> identity. All the time. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't go there. Like, that's not, that's not a good <laughs> posture to have, you know, you get up in front of everybody and be like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. So next week should be an interesting week here. <laughs> I'm sorry. So tell me like, in your own lives, like how do you guys remain teachable? Like what are some things that you incorporate into your life that help in this area? I just know for me personally, that when somebody starts teaching me about something that I already know, like that, I get this check in my spirit, like, don't go there. Listen, Mm. need to listen. There's something here for you to learn. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) it's hard. It's a hard posture before the Lord, because it's a, it's a, it's a broken will before the Lord. And that's not a bad thing. A broken will can be yielded to authority. And that's what the teachable heart is. It's a heart that's, you know, yielded to your heavenly father and, and knowing that there's something more that I can learn here because pride once you, with pride, you, you reach this level of I've made it right. There's yes. no more learning to have where a teachable heart has that ongoing, you know, we talk about continuing education. That's kind of the posture of the teachable heart is always continuing to learn and grow in that. And like we were praying before we came on and I was talking about how this week has been a rough week for me. And I felt like I've been in like spiritual boot camp, learning like all kinds of stuff. And I've been at this for 40 years and like, 
whoa, I had a lot to learn this week. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Britt? What are some things that you like? How do you navigate this? I mean, I think we do have to remember, like, at least I, I remind myself all the time, God can use whoever he wants to get a message across. And that might mean somebody that you personally don't feel is qualified to be (laughs) telling you information that you might need to learn from. So we have to remember that it's, it's not about who we think is qualified to teach us. It's, it's what God is trying to, to tell us. So I, it's like I said, I just, I constantly ask to remain that he keeps me humble and keeps my pride at bay because it's, I mean, humility is what it takes full humility and surrender. Like you said. Well, and I think too, we live in this age of instant information, you know, so you can just Google whatever you want to know and you end up knowing a lot about very little or something, you know, and it's like, or, or you end up knowing very little about a lot of things. And yes. it's very easy. Like I didn't grow up in that kind of a culture. If I wanted to know something, I had to get the encyclopedias out. Does anybody even know what those <laughs> are anymore? You know, we had like how many volumes of encyclopedia? You had to have a whole bookshelf just for the encyclopedias and you go look it up. And now you just Google it. And, yeah. you know, but don't you think that's part of the, the struggle with being remaining teachable is that yeah. we think that we go, go and Google something, we get all the information and mm-hmm. we don't need any more information. And, and the reality is you can't do that with the Lord. Yeah. Because if you're talking about mm-hmm. the word of God, it's living and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. And so you can get one verse and you can read it a hundred times and come away with a hundred different, different levels of <laughs> what he's teaching you yeah. from yeah. that, from that one verse. So like every Christmas, I go back into the story of Jesus's birth and every year there's something new that he shows me in that story that I have never seen before. But if we don't recognize, we, it's like this, I have arrived (laughs) thing of, oh, I got this. Like Uh you, you don't need to tell me about this. Mm -hmm. And the truth is there is always something for us to learn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and the thing is, is we don't even understand like with Google and all these things, they have an algorithm and they're feeding us what we want to hear. Yes. It's not even like we're looking and getting, you know, different viewpoints or anything like that. They're studying us on our phones. And so they're feeding us. It's almost like they're tickling our ears. They're parroting back to us what we want to hear. And that just, when I hear what, like, if people are always agreeing with me, that's filling me with pride because, oh yeah, like, listen, you know, and then it's making me more and more unteachable. Yeah. I think that's the biggest problem with, with my, the generation I'm in. Um, Like you said, with technology, like that's what I grew up with. Like, I want to say what, like preteen years is when that started, like really hit the market was like the internet and all this new technology. So uh, we grew up with like endless worldly information at our fingertips. Um, 
And so now because of that, we've all created our own truths about everything. We just pick whatever we like, whatever makes us happy. Um, it's basically whatever satisfies your flesh. So now, at least in my generation, we've rejected the truth and we refer to it as this old school way of thinking because we've got all this new information. Um, but the problem is, is that this new information that we've gathered to create all of our own truths was created by the created, not the creator. So it's not real truth. Yeah. Cause I mean, nothing's new under the sun. No. And you can, you can like make up whatever you want, post to the internet and call it true, but that doesn't mean it's truth. So it's, it's not, you are just making up anything at this point. And that's where we're at. So now we have this whole generation who doesn't want to hear the truth because we're so prideful with our own truths and we've become pretty unteachable. Wow. You know, I look at the women who are ahead, who've gone ahead of Tina and I, mm-hmm. and I think about those women, you know, women who are our mother's ages or, you know, grand, who could be our grandparents. And I look at them and I think that they still are learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will have conversations. There's three women in particular that come to mind and I can have a conversation with them at any time. And they're going to tell me something that they have recently read, learned, the Lord has shown them mm-hmm. or something. And I go, oh my gosh, you could hang your hat up and say, I've got it all. Like I'm at yeah. the end. I have all the truth that I need to make it to the finish line. And yet they're still learning. And that's what I want to be. I want to be that woman that when I'm 90 years old, I'm still learning stuff from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I think, you know, we get into this whole, your truth, my truth thing. And then, you know, I feel like I'm looked at, of course I'm 60 now. So I feel like I'm looked at, like, you're just antique, right? Mm. It's so antiquated, (laughs) but if you look in Jeremiah chapter six, it talks about looking for the ancient paths, asking God for the ancient paths and then walking in them. And that's where you're going to find rest for your souls. And we have to remember that the ancient paths, they're still, they're still applicable to me today, to all of us today. They're not antiquated. Yeah. They're applicable Mm -hmm. and they're the ancient paths and they're the ones that are tried and true. But you know, when you um, have created these, what I call echo chambers, where you're just in groups of people who echo back and parrot back what you want to hear or what you feel all the time, you're not going to learn in those echo echo chambers. And God set it up in Titus too, that the older women are to teach the younger women, you know, and I'll be the first one to tell you, we blew it as a generation because I was raised by, um, I'm a baby boomer, right? So I was raised by those authoritative kids are to be seen and not heard parents. And so we swung the pendulum way over to let's give you a trophy for everything you do. And we're going to mow down all the hard stuff and we're not going to let you do any of the hard things. So now we have a generation that like thinks they're all that in a bag of chips because all they had to do was show up. Right. And, and so I want to apologize on behalf of my generation, the baby boomers that raised you guys, we blew it, we blew it, but we need to bring it all back to center now. And it's about what does God want us to learn? 
What is he showing us? It's not about being antique or antiquated or old or anything. I love the older generation. I learned yeah. so much from them. I don't know where I'd be without a mentor who's older than me, who could take me by the hand and go, come this way. This is the way. Follow me in this way. Right. And those yeah. are the people with wisdom. Like we need to be listening to that wisdom. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn about like being a mentor or having a mentor, I have a series Mm -hmm. on that. That's a two week series of emails that are free. And you can just let me know that you want me to send those to you, but it can help you. If you've never had that, we say to you, (laughs) you want it. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Cause we've done um, podcasts on mentoring and talked about that, but you know, now we're talking about the teachable heart and how it all goes back to that. It's being willing to learn from somebody ahead of you Yeah, being, you know, Paul says, even Paul says like, follow me as I follow Christ. We should all be able to say that to somebody behind us, follow me as I follow Jesus. And that's like, Ooh, that's a lot of pressure, but we should have that. Like we should be going, you know what? There's people behind me watching me, you know, like Brett's going to be, she's going to be ministering to the generation behind her which is what Gen Z or something like that. And so those kids are going to be looking to her for wisdom, just like she looks to the generation ahead of her for wisdom. You know, I I think it's key though. We don't miss that. Like in the, even just in our group of three right here, Mm -hmm. like God is going to show us stuff through Brittany. God is good. I mean, so it goes all the directions. And as soon as our pride gets elevated, Mm -hmm. you can rest assured that your next lesson is going to come through somebody (laughs) that is going to be humbling. Yes. Yes. Uh So true. Not not from me, not that God's being mean. It's just this invitation to go, come on, sister, you need to bring that down just a little bit. That's not (laughs) good good for you. That's so true. (laughs) It is so true. And I learn a lot from Brett you know, we'll be talking and stuff. I'm like, Whoa, I didn't know that, you know, (laughs) or something like that. And, you know, it's just being willing to go, you know what, Lord, I'm going to trust you to teach me in whatever way you want to, and be willing to be humble, to receive it. But it's not, it's not even that it's like, all right, I recognize the need, right. For God in my life. And then I recognize the power of his word. You were talking about it being sharper than two, a double-edged sword. And we were talking about this this morning that a surgeon uses a scalpel to do what? To cut you, not willy-nilly, but to cut you so you can heal. And the word of God is that double-edged sword that cuts us so that we can be spiritually healed. And we have to remember that and we need the word and we need to be in the word of God, but we can have the word of God. We can be in the word of God, but unless we're allowing the Holy spirit to let it sink into our hearts, mm-hmm. it's worthless. If it's all sitting up here in my brain and I can spout all this stuff out, but it's not in my heart and I'm not living it out and obeying it, then what's the point? That's just, uh, that's totally the difference between doing it to do it, to check it off a list and, mm-hmm. and having that relationship. It all comes back to a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, and our kids, them. your kids, your little kids, they're going to say things to you and they are going to, you're going to need to receive it. I mean, there was one day mm-hmm. I was at a bad day and I was putting Elizabeth to bed and she goes, well, one of us was kind of stressed today and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep. 
<laughs> and so, you know, it doesn't matter how bad they've been. They can bring that wisdom right up to you at bedtime and you have to just go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to remember our kids don't get a junior Holy Spirit. They get all of the Holy Spirit. And there's been times that my kids, even Brett has said something to me and I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah okay or they'll parrot back to me the words that they've heard me say like I hear them say those things all the time and I'm Mm -hmm. like yep when your words come back right (laughs) (laughs) well ladies we need to pray for our listeners Brittany do you want to pray sure heavenly father lord just thank you for this time that we got to spend together for our listeners Lord, I pray that you would just do a work in their lives through all that they've heard today. I pray that, Lord, they would just be teachable, that you would soften hardened hearts, that you would open minds and allow them to receive your knowledge and your words, your truth, Lord, and that you would change them, that they would be obedient to you and that they would find peace and security in all that you are. And Lord, I thank you, I praise you, and I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. We know your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for spending some of it with us today. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Have a great day, and we will see you again next week.